Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. And we begin this afternoon with Mayor Adams' announcement on how we're going to handle the migrant crisis moving forward. Just hours ago, he unveiled a blueprint that includes upstate job training, not to mention a national resettlement goal, that is, resettling people to other parts of the country. Somebody said, isn't that like what Florida and Texas did, which made everybody mad? In any event, the mayor says he's not getting enough money from Albany. He's not getting enough money from Washington. He isn't hitting the lottery jackpot, so he'll use what he currently has, and he'll do it from a centrally located office. 1010 Winds reporter Juliet Papa starting us off on this Tuesday. Mayor Adams announced the road forward, the name of his plan to deal with a continuing influx of migrants. He'll appoint a coordinating commissioner. The city will also create a new centralized 24-7 uh, arrival center. No information on where the center will be and when it will open, but it will move activities out of the Port Authority bus terminal. The plan is to help migrants find jobs, housing. The current cost to the city, $654 million. Every service in the city is going to be impacted. Every service in the city is going to be impacted. At City Hall, Juliet Papa, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. Yeah, meantime, the mayor says he'll continue trying to squeeze a dollar out of the state and federal governments to provide additional financial and operational support to help manage the crisis. Until then, it is what it is, he says. Also today, the mayor and the Department of Consumer and Worker Protection have put out a revised proposed rule establishing a minimum pay rate for more than 60,000 third-party app-based restaurant workers. This comes after a public comment period where some 2,000 people weighed in. Well, if it sticks and there's another public hearing about a month from now, it'll provide a pay rate of nearly $20 an hour for delivery workers. That's nearly three times what they're getting now. It'll also put them on par with Uber and Lyft drivers and other workers who earn a minimum wage. DCWP officials say delivery workers deserve fair pay to support themselves and their families like everybody else. They work long hours and they're a vital lifeline. Pay them, please. The rate would start at $17.96 an hour, but would eventually hit $19.96 an hour by the year 2025. Suffolk cops trying to figure out whose remains were found on a Long Island beach yesterday. A lady called 911 about 1.30 in the afternoon after stumbling onto what appeared to be a human bone at Smith Point County Park in Shirley. Officers showed up and took the remains to the ME's office to try to come up with an ID on who it is. Angelina Polina might be on the witness stand today on trial for her alleged role in the torture death of her ex-boyfriend's eight-year-old. Angela Polina is expected to talk about when she first met Michael Valva, her now ex-fiance, through the day she was arrested in January 2020. Her attorney Matthew Tui telling me Paulina was raising three daughters as a single mother working as a manager in the billing department at a Long Island hospital when Velva asked her out. Paulina was then diagnosed with liver cancer. Velva donated part of his liver to save her life. The two got engaged and bought a house of their own and sent to Mariches. She will likely testify that Velva hit and beat little Thomas Velva, not her. But I asked, how did she think it was okay to keep a little boy in a freezing cold garage. The attorney said, quote, she did not realize how evil it was. Later, he told me. Everyone's going to see when she gets up, they're going to understand that it's always the father, Michael Valba. He's the one that commits all the acts. He does everything. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM at the courthouse in Riverhead. Michael Valva already tried, convicted, and sentenced in the death of his son, who was forced to sleep in an unheated garage. The boy died of hypothermia, though prosecutors say he was tortured long before his death at the hands of his father and Miss Polina. 
Well, here's a weird one out of Queens. Did you hear about this thing where they found more than a dozen dead cats lying in some trees? What the? We talked with Megan Lacari. She's the president of Puppy Kitty NYC. So somebody sent her pictures on her phone. And when she got there, what they found was totally bizarre. I rushed over to the scene because I wanted to see for it, see it, you know, for myself. Um, and me and one of my rescue colleagues counted um, 15 dead cats, um, all ages, all sizes, all varying states of decomposition. Isn't that crazy? This was in an area near 102nd Street in Howard Beach near a chain-linked fence. The theory is that somebody killed those cats and were throwing them over the fence, and many of them landed in the trees. The NYPD and the ASPCA both investigating now. They're calling it one of the most gruesome cases of animal abuse in Queens in less than a week. Stray cats have been turning up with horrific and life-threatening injuries in Richmond Hill. Rescuers believe the felines may have been tortured. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.